This week, we'll not leave you here. We've got to save you from Star Wars Episode 6, Return of the Jedi. This is Body Counts and Beer. Hello and welcome to another edition of Body Counts and Beer. I am Mark Rosenthal. I am Patrick Bromley. I am Lando John Rooneyan. Not my best, I admit it. I mean, it was something, but you just know Billy D. Williams. Few of us are. Yeah, no. In fact, I'd argue only Billy D. Williams and possibly Donald Glover are Billy D. Williamses. Yeah. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) And once again... (laughs) Uh, you've joined us right here in the middle of our ongoing live coverage. Whoa, of- you just burst right in here in the middle of our live coverage? Live. You got a knock, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're glad you came. None of us are decent. <laughs> oh, hello there. I didn't see you come in. <laughs> yeah. Would so, you like a drink? Perhaps a Calvados? Yeah. Maybe a body count or a beer? We'd like to <laughs> ramble on a beach. <laughs> And this week we are getting talking each other, talking over each other, making for good podcast. Yeah. And this week we are uh, almost getting there towards the end of our our journey through the Star Wars saga. It's please, trek. please, we, we send, trek through the stars. Yes, we send tre- help. We are we are stuck in a hell of our own making. <laughs> we tre- committed to this idea without ever thinking it through. It is the Star Trek through the wars that we're doing. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we're not doing Star Trek next. No, there's too many of those. There's too there's many. too many. I can't shake them. I mean, yeah, they're not all action movies either. No. Especially not one. One of them's oh. a whale movie. <laughs> Holy crap, is one not an action movie? One of them is a campfire movie. Hey, that's a good one. He climbs El Capitan. <laughs> so this week... Uh, we finished the Lucas era original trilogy with 1983 Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi. You know, Jedi's are those people that do Force things, uh, like all movies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's really all you need to yeah, know. They got the yeah. light up swords. They sure do. Yeah, they're buddy. like they're like ninjas with super god powers. Yeah. Tell yeah, me no, I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah, back there was no like joke there. That was just perfectly yeah, well said. That's right. I'm eloquent. <laughs> Let us begin. Uh, all uh, This movie begins like all movies do. Flying yellow text <laughs> going through space. Never gets old. It is going to be real confusing when we go to a movie that doesn't start like this. <laughs> yeah. When we do Con Air, like, it opens with flying yellow. Uh, oh, oh uh, no, oh, it's just no. Malkovich. Yeah. Oh, Malkovich. <laughs> Oh. Uh, so yeah, we find out in this little opening uh, jaunty crawl that uh, <laughs> it's got a nice little cane and a hat. You know, you saw it. It does. It does. It's a nice little jig. The letters kind of wiggle. It's yeah. pretty impressive. He gives a little, hello, my baby. Yeah. Hello, yeah. my yeah. darling. Yeah. Hello, my ragtime girl. But then you show your disbelieving friend and it just turns back into a dead frog. It so <laughs> does. It so does. And it told us stuff. I didn't read most of it. 
And then for years, your friend never believes you. That frog doesn't talk. That yeah. frog doesn't sing. That frog doesn't dance. Until one day, he turns on the TV, and there's the WB network, and that fucking frog is on TV. Yeah, and he, he made knows. It. And then he knows, oh shit, I treated my friend like garbage for so many years. And also, Animaniacs is on next. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, if he watches WB for any real extended period of time, he's just going to get mad at that frog. <laughs> that's, that's we just... all eventually get mad at that frog. Welcome to the WB. Oh, oh. Just shut up and play Sister Sister already. <laughs> oh, I can't watch another episode of Gilmore Girls. Ooh, smart guy's coming on. Was Gilmore Girls a WB show? I thought it was. I think you're crazy. It was, but it just uh... might be a lunatic we're looking for. <laughs> Whoa, cool it, Billy Joel. I can't with all these scenes from Italian restaurants. <laughs> what am I, some kind of piano man? No, John, uh, I think you're th- always a woman to me. <laughs> oh, gosh, you guys are... You guys are strangers. Oh, the strangers. Oh, the strangers. All right, I'm sorry, I'll get out of here. I'll go back to Allentown. I'll be taking, I'll be taking a boat ride on the Downeaster Alexa. <laughs> because I go to extremes. <laughs> Good work, Guys, everybody. I'm I glad think, we were all around for the 80s. I think uh, even Billy Joel is tired of Billy Joel. <laughs> That's why he started writing classical. Yeah. <laughs> so the uh, our opening crawl begins uh, explaining to us that... Uh, That's right, we haven't even gotten through <laughs> the, opening the opening crawl. <laughs> the opening crawl begins and explains that now Han Solo, Frozen in Carbonite, Captain Jabba's Palace, and now Luke Skywalker and co... Uh, have created a plan to rescue him. Yeah, they've started a little LLC. They're a limited yeah. liability. They're doing great. Yeah. It's a startup, but it's gaining. Yeah, the job of the Hut Gang Incorporated. <laughs> <laughs> so we we uh, open on the planet... Oh, no. Uh... We open on our Star Destroyer. Yeah, we open yeah, on our Star Destroyer. Right. Because there's I, that shuttle. I forgot. Yeah, we see yeah. the uh, the tri-wing shuttle uh, pull into... Uh, the Star Destroyer invaders showing up on um, the, the Death, Death Star. Star, the second Death Star, the more yeah. powerful Death Star. Death Star, Star two. still under construction. Um, so many day laborers. So hey, many. I'm walking here. I'm putting up some girders. Hey, oh, oh. <laughs> Which day laborers in space is a strange concept. I'm glad that the union held on. <laughs> Local 409 only works during sunlight hours. <laughs> So uh, Darth Vader shows up on the Death Star, and he's very upset uh, that the progress is not going a little better as planned. Which, they... like, holy shit, that first Death Star took, like, 20 years yeah. to make, and he's pissed off that this one's taken three? Yeah. yeah. Also, I like that Darth Vader at this point has basically been busted down to foreman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he's out of, like, people to kill. Yeah. Now he's just out after, of, like... After getting the Death Star exploded and losing his son, the, you know, the next, the last Jedi, Ooh. the Emperor is basically just like, you know what? Just be... You're the project manager of this. <laughs> right, right. He is the Jimmy Hoffa of the Empire. Yeah. <laughs> the efficiency expert. <laughs> Skimming a little off the top for daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so basically he threatens the crew to speed up uh, the finishing of the Death Star because the Emperor himself is coming uh, and he's gonna really be pissed off when there's just giant holes leading into space in his ship yeah <laughs> well especially because uh, much like the first Death Star there is exactly one place you can shoot that'll take the whole thing down and wouldn't you know it 
they have still a bunch of open tunnels leading right to it. <laughs> right to it. Well, it's still under construction. Sure, but you think you would maybe build that stuff first, is well, all I'm saying. Well, here's the thing. Whatever the Imperial architect is, that guy's got a huge shaft fetish. Oh, Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, he designs giant balls filled with huge tunnels and shafts. Yeah. <laughs> so that gets us down to uh, Tatooine. We haven't been there in a couple movies. It's where Luke Skywalker is from. It's where Anakin Skywalker is from. You fucking know. It's the desert planet with yeah. all the sand. And all the yeah. suns. And uh, R2-D2 and C-3PO make their way up to Jabba's palace. They knock on the door, as you do, and they're greeted by a giggling eye droid. Yeah. <laughs> this, 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 like, I guess, teenage droid who's just there to make his parents get off his back and clearly smoked a joint before his shift. <laughs> just kind of pops out and giggles at him for a while. Uh, so R2-D2 and C-3PO get into Jabba's palace. They are immediately accosted by a couple of pigmen. As you do. When and you to pick Fortuna. <laughs> I mean, I always keep them near my gates, too. They're expendable. <laughs> they're useful. Yeah. Expendable pigmen. Yeah. Great for finding my truffles. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, plus, if one of them kicks the bucket on the job... Free bacon. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's going to be green bacon, it's though. It's going to... Well, you know. Bacon's, live with that. Bacon's bacon. Hey, man. <laughs> some of us do eat green eggs and ham. I mean, that's fine. Not really applicable to this situation, what with there being green bacon and all. <laughs> it's like green ham. It's nothing like green ham. You are a monster. Yeah. Green ham and green bacon, not at all alike. Totally different parts of the green pig, dude. <laughs> And this is where we meet uh, Jabba's, uh, I don't know, maitre d', maitre domo, uh, sidekick, assistant. A consigliere. Yeah, yeah. consigliere. <laughs> uh, Bib Fortuna, played by the, um, I don't know, some super overactory children's entertainer, I'm guessing. Wash washout from the Meisner school. <laughs> yeah, he's just really uh, super dramatic. Like a lot of flair to his arm movements. He acts almost entirely with points and smiles. Yeah. <laughs> and he, uh, he brings C-3PO and R2-D2 up to Jabba because they have come with a message from Luke Skywalker and a gift. Ooh, mystery gift. The box. The box. What's in the box? Open the box. Could be a boat. <laughs> Could be a boat. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull off some bandages here for you, Bromley. It's never the boat. Oh, oh man. Wow. Occasionally, it's a used car. Used. Ah. Used. <laughs> well, I mean, that's still a step up from the bus. <laughs> Is it, though? I'll Is take it, really? it. I don't know. It's got to smell slightly less bad. Oh, jeez, it smells like Robert Evans on a bad weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'd take that over the bus in some ways, though. <laughs> Because he got a story to tell, yeah. right? Because and like, I mean, that's gotta be really fucking smelly though. Because Robert Evans on a good weekend is just like, so we and Brad Zetahi went out to the hot tub, had ourselves a couple of bottles of Quaaludes, and then when we brought Diane Carroll over, we had ourselves a sexy good time. We decided to fill the hot tub up with Quaker instant oats and uh, about four hundred pounds of Italian sausage, and we proceeded to. Uh, uh, diddle each other sexless throughout the rest of the weekend uh, without washing ourselves or the oatmeal. I had fingers and orifices I didn't even know I had. <laughs> so Robert Evans on a bad weekend. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> those are the those are the lost years. That's the aristocrats. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so anyways, R2-D2 uh, shows a little hologram starring Luke Skywalker <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as Luke Skywalker Jedi it's Knight. It's one of those fancy talkie movies. <laughs> he addresses Java directly so that we know it's not a mass hologram. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Didn't send it's it out to form, everybody. It's not a yeah. form hologram. Yeah. No. Dear sir, madam, or space creature, I want my friend, smuggler, pilot, cantina... A uh, coffee maker. Yeah. <laughs> Umbrella, I left at your apartment back. <laughs> Please send this message to ten of your friends or risk having bad luck. <laughs> also, here's a gift. Uh, that's right, he does. He basically threatens Jabba the Hutt and says, you either, you either give me my friend Captain Solo back or I'll come kill you. And hey, just to show you that this is a message of good faith, Take these two droids. And C-3PO is very upset. Because no one ever tells C-3PO of the plan. He cannot be trusted. Right. With the barest amount of torture, he'd give up his secrets. <laughs> With the barest amount of stern looks, he'd give up all the secrets. Hey, C-3PO, how you doing? Uh, they've got the plans to the Death Star and they're mounting an offensive. I mean, uh, 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 oh, goodness gracious me. <laughs> Jesus. He rolled over quick. <laughs> oh, buddy, buddy, buddy. It's going to be okay. Uh, Shh, no more tears. No more tears. <laughs> Who's a big boy, huh? I am. I am. Also, who programmed the droid to cry? Yeah, right? <laughs> who programmed the gonk droid to feel pain? Well, then we're getting there right now. Yeah. So, uh, Jabba laughs off uh, Han Solo, or uh, Luke Skywalker's Yeah, because he's just a message. fucking hologram. He's not going to hurt me. I can just turn it off. Right. So, he, uh, he has the droids taken down to the old droid torturing room, where yeah. the first thing we see is a gonk droid <laughs> being turned upside down, Wailing, <laughs> crying as red hot pokers are lowered onto its feet. What I love is it starts screaming and crying in anticipation of the torture. <laughs> so they clearly programmed it not only to feel pain, but for existential dread. <laughs> also, like, why are you tor- of all the ways to change the behavior or get information off of a computer? <laughs> well, because here's the thing: as we all know, the droids are actually missionaries uh. spreading the good word, and Jabba will not stand for that heretic speak. <laughs> not in his temple of snake handlers. <laughs> we worship the one true rancor. <laughs> So this poor gong droid gets its feet uh, just aggressively burned as smoke and steam pour off of them. Some other droid gets, like, quartered. Yeah, it gets drawn and quartered. By getting its limbs ripped off. <laughs> and the, uh, what was it, the, I guess, the head, I don't know, like, the, the droid foreman, the guy who runs the droid shop. Yeah. Uh, the, the head caddy droid, I don't know. But yeah, he, the Caddyshack droid. Yeah, yeah. the one who... It's a real the, Cinderella story. He throws the baby Ruth in the pool. Uh, he's I have to tell you about the time I met the Dalai Lama. It's <laughs> the worst Bill Murray impression I've ever heard. Oh, shit, Bill Murray's in that movie? <laughs> and Brian Doyle rap. Murray. Ooh. Uh, so, the guy who... The droid that runs the droid shop basically explains to them, like... Uh, you're gonna do as I say because otherwise you're gonna get disintegrated. Uh, R2D2 gets a little sassy 
And the droid says to him something along the lines of like, You're a feisty one, but you'll soon learn some respect. Yeah. It's awful. And then pan back to Gonk getting burned Burn again. Right, so A, who programmed the droids uh, for fear and pain? And second, who programmed this specific droid to be real shitty about yeah. it? <laughs> Oh, it's so good. I love it. Uh, unnecessary torture of droids, A+. Plus in my oh, mind. it's always great. <laughs> Anytime George Lucas is shitty to droids. So great. Uh, and now, at uh, this point, uh, we hear a little ruckus in the hallway. Oh, and... shit, there's a rumble in the jungle. Well, that's yep. all right by me. It's, oh, it's really a desert, desert actually. <laughs> yeah, desert. It's a sand jungle. That's not how jungles work, John. Sure it is. Jungle just means a lot of something. Later we're going to have like... <laughs> like I've got a jungle of sand. I've got a jungle of baseball cards. <laughs> hey buddy, i got a jungle of comic books in my truck I'm looking to sell. Hey, help me get down this jungle of buffalo wings. <laughs> I got a jungle of blue cheese for you. <laughs> Jesus. Which makes the movie Jungle to Jungle just a lot of a lot of. <laughs> oh, deep cut. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's a little bit of a ruckus in the hallway, and we see uh, Chewbacca, our favorite Wookiee, getting shoved in by another bounty hunter. He has yet, a ba- yet again been captured and purposefully not put into handcuffs. Yeah. They have handcuffs that fit Wookiees. They've used them a bunch of times. But instead, he just punches the shit out of one of Jabba's guards again. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, at this point, this little bounty hunter person is just like, hey, I came for the bounty on this Wookiee. And Jabba's like, all right, cool. I'll give you thir- I'll give you 25 grand. And this guy's like, I want 50,000, no less. Yeah, and then Jabba's like, nah, why should I do that? And he's like, thermal detonator! Uh, and then everyone freaks out. And uh, Boba, Boba Fett, Fett, he gets into position to, I guess, shoot the explosion if it happens. Yeah, yeah well, you know. He's... And then Jabba's like, nah, I like this. I like this new bounty hunter. And then Boba Fett's gun goes limp. Yeah. <laughs> you can feel the disappointment. Yeah. He has been living for mm, this moment. Man. Boba. <laughs> and Jabba, Jabba, I like that Jabba's just like, I like the cut of your jib. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you 35. How about that? And he's like... Alright, cool. So they take Jabba away, and as they take him away, we notice that the guard is Lando in disguise. Calrissian? The same. Yeah. I like of that the he Pittsburgh is... Calrissian. <laughs> you can tell by that immaculate mustache. Oh, yes. It is luxurious. Yeah. You can barely conceal it within that mask. <laughs> I'll bet it's silky one way, rough the other. <laughs> It's like a push broom in that respect. <laughs> I was gonna just say like like a like a velour like tracksuit. Yeah. <laughs> like suede. Yeah, uh, the the suave coolness of the seventies distilled into one magnificent mustache. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty glorious. Uh, that's like in the pantheon of 70s mustaches. Oh, yeah, like no, yeah. him, like Burt Reynolds, Tom mm-hmm. Selleck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's pretty much it. As far as dope seventies mustaches, I, I think, think that you should probably give. I mean, it's a weird one, like it's a different take, but the Charles Bronson. You oh. get the fuck out of here, Patrick! Wow, oh. I was gonna agree with you, but John, Jeez. no, no, man, this is a lot of rage. There's no Bronson in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
John, I hate to tell you, but after we finish Star Wars, we're doing all the Death Wish movies. <laughs> all right, then I'm going to be forced to show you that Japanese clone commercial he did. <laughs> Please do. Dude, yeah. No, I'm all about that. Oh, but he bathes in cologne. And that is no exaggeration. More you can Bronson. smell that man five blocks downwind. <laughs> oh, man. Shit, guys, hydromalt liquor. Bronson's on his way. <laughs> How can you tell? It wafted in on the wind. (laughs) (laughs) He'll be here in ten minutes. (sighs) My petunias are dying. He must be close. (laughs) He's Uh, like that fucking stink flower that blooms every one year or something. (laughs) Whoa. The corpse flower, yeah. Yeah. That's a real flower. That's right, Charles Bronson. I'm calling you out. Fucking corpse flower. Charles Bronson is an actor who I know about. Charles Bronson is an actor that you hate. That is amazing. Yeah, him and Rob Schneider could go fuck themselves. Wow. Charles Bronson, I don't hate you at all. I'm pretty sure Charles Bronson is dead. Whoa. 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 Charles Bronson is dead? I'm pretty sure. This this isn't how we wanted you to find out, Patrick. Wow. Whoa! I thought Charles Bronson and Chuck Norris fought eternally in the sky. Ah, <laughs> uh, Chuck Norris, it turns out, still alive. Whoa! 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 What? That guy's gotta be a hundred. He's like 80-something, and he spends his days selling, like, Christian workout equipment or something Yeah, like the, that. Fact, the fact that he outlived Bruce Lee is an affront to God. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh. Uh, so, at this point, Chewbacca gets put in captivity. Cut to nighttime. Uh, the little bounty hunter person goes over to Han Solo's carbonite uh, hanging table or whatever. The conversation piece in Jabba's past. Yeah, no, it is hung up like a great big art piece. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, if I were saying art... Uh, uh, You're uh, not. Let's not. All right, Let's moving on. <laughs> I was going to give it a B plus. Um, <laughs> that's how art people judge art, right? Yeah, they judge art by blood types. A B plus. Yeah, yeah, a B plus. Uh, so the little bounty hunter warms up Han Solo and he falls out and he's all shivering and he's like, oh, what's going on? I can't see. And who saved me? And the bounty hunter takes off the mask and it's Princess Leia. What I love is that she left the mask on for yeah. a few lines just to, I guess, confuse and frighten Han Solo. So the first voice he hears when he comes out is like, just be quiet. Your eyesight will return in time. (laughs) It's really gross. And he like touches the mask and it's just like, (laughs) because again, he's blind. He's been hibernating for like two or three years. He's been hibernating. So can we talk about the Han Solo tapping? Uh, no, you don't know, know what you're talking about. Oh, so when bears hibernate, there's a little part at the end of their colon where the feces hardens into like a cork. And then when they get up in the spring, they have to shit that cork and then all of the shit from the winter out. So all of the shit. So like if Han's in the carbonite, he should totally... And he's got the hibernation sickness. No, 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 no. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you look at the way Han Solo is frozen, his mouth was open. So all that carbonite got way up in his colon. He's just completely no. frozen. His, okay. his bowels are just ruined. No hibernation tapping. Got it. Got it. You will notice Han that Solo, Han, not a bear. Han Solo seldom sits down in this movie, and I think we figured out why. 
is going to be highly uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tapping. Uh, so, so uh, just before Han and Leia can escape, they hear the deep, rumbling, bassy laugh of Jabba the Hutt. Ho, ho, ho. And it turns out... <laughs> I have to deliver all the toys to the good boys and girls of Tatooine. I, I'm not going to lie. Jabba the Hutt being Santa Claus makes a lot of sense. They both are fat. Jolly and say ho ho ho. Yeah. Also, Job of the Hut, knowing when you're asleep and when you're awake, <laughs> is now the most frightening thing I can possibly think of. Especially because he's probably licking you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just... I, I wanna I wanna rewatch the credits and see if Jabba's tongue has its own foley unit. <laughs> <laughs> also, I mean, if anybody's gonna be the corporate sponsor of Tatooine Santa's village, it's definitely gonna be Job of the Hut Gang Incorporated. <laughs> <laughs> like who else has the funds right yeah <laughs> so Jabba gives his little laugh and he, they were hiding behind a curtain the whole time they and were like, everybody was the band yeah. Jabba Big <laughs> Fortuna Salacious Crumb fucking Polonius is back there C-3PO <laughs> we did skip a little bit where there was the we should probably talk about this what so happens? uh while Jabba's palace is kind of in the middle of things there is a bit of a party um, where we meet the uh, side the, snoodles the band. The nadir of Star Wars. Oh, right. This so is this is hands down the worst moment in all of Star Wars. So uh, obviously we are watching the special editions because those are what are available to people. And but I will say, even watching the original, because uh, you can find you know comparison videos online. Even originally, this was fucking stupid. It was just much much shorter originally. Yes. Now it's like a whole fucking thing. Now there's a whole mu- the whole musical number with size snoodles as played by Jewel. Uh, like, doing the... put on your 3D glasses, kids, because these characters are going to sing right at you. Yeah. And just like using the most like obnoxious voice. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And then they've got like the dancing ladies, uh, and this is like where we first get the idea of that. There's a of the rancor. There's uh, something yeah. at the bottom of the pit. Jabba, uh, Jabba is very <laughs> upset. Jabba is very upset with his dancing, his dancing lady, uh, and he just because well, throws... she tries to escape in the dumbest way possible. Of like, oh wait, I haven't tried yanking on the chain. <laughs> a shot before I abandon all hope. And she does, and is promptly uh, thrown down a hidden uh, trap door into a pit where a large monster sound occurs. Okay. Now we're back to where we were before. Yeah, yeah, back to where we were. Jabba is hiding behind the curtain with the band, that band we just talked about. <laughs> that is the sound of a thousand people hitting their 15 second <laughs> skip ahead button. <laughs> You know all those uh, like Chrome extensions that like will change like President Elect Trump into like sex criminal idiot pie. <laughs> I think we need a Chrome extension for any time you make that noise. It just turns into like fucking like a know, Tool of the Gang song. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Like some Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> a band that I now know about as opposed to last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping the continuity of these zany characters, we do. Oh, jeez. 
Yes. So now, uh, finally, uh, so Princess Leia and Han Solo are taken captive. Han Solo's thrown down into a cell with Chewie. They have a nice little reunion. Yeah, they're friends and stuff. It's great. Also, Chewie has a mustache in this movie. I don't know if we've uh, yeah, Chewie. Yeah. Chewie's yeah. Got, got a bit and of a full blowout. Look. Like he's looking good. Yeah, it's very much the most eighties, John, yeah. as you were saying, the most eighties of Star Wars. Yeah, movies. At, this, at this point, in uh, we are uh, nose deep into the coke years of the eighties. Yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of questions. It's the decisions. early Reagan years, and it's just like everyone's got teased up hair. Uh, yeah, it's a whole different world, you know. Han and Chewie have a little reunion. Leia is promptly put into the smallest metal bikini on the planet. Yeah. It is deeply uncomfortable. It's really yeah. bad. Um, and what, what sucks the most is, like, it's already, like, obviously designed for the male gaze, and it's real shitty to have this very strong feminist character reduced to this object. But the fact that she has no lines or opinions about this from now until the time she's out of the bikini is really what bothers me. Yeah, and also, like, the amount of makeup that they've smeared on her face. Like, just, like, terrible amounts of, like, rouge and, uh, you know, the eye stuff. She's and the wearing lip. all the rouge, It's yeah. Oh, it's real bad. Um, but she's Jabba's slave now, apparently. <sighs> Uh, but luckily Luke Skywalker shows up and that's cool and he's wearing his Anakin blacks yeah and the first thing he does is force chokes two of the pig monsters (laughs) he just puts them down which is great because again the last time we saw Luke he was utterly defeated yeah yeah. Uh, so it's you know seeing this for the very first time it's not too great a leap to imagine like oh shit what if he has succumbed to the temptation of the dark side. Right, because the it's next, entirely possible. Because yeah. all of it, like, for the first time we're seeing he's all in black. He's wearing a robe, the hood, the whole deal. He walks in and he basically says to Jabba, hey man, you know, I sent you this message, I sent you these droids, and you're not gonna give me my friend? What the hell? And uh, he for, he does a little force trickery on Bib Fortuna. Uh, unfortunately, that does not work. On Jabba the Hutt, he is immune to the Force tricks. Yeah, he's got the uh, Philip J. Fry brain situation. Yep, he's his own grandpa. You can all watch Futurama at your leisure. Highly <laughs> <laughs> recommend it. It's a great series. It's really yeah, good. Definitely, yeah. definitely. It's no Mission Hill, but it's it's great. So Luke Skywalker, uh, while trying to threaten Jabba the Hutt, is interrupted when he's dumped down the trap door. Uh, well, to... uh, he uses the force to steal a blaster from one yeah. of the uh, Jabba gang members to assassinate to Jabba. Because the first thing I tried didn't work, so I guess violence is all we have left. That's hey, right. You know. uh, and then he's dumped down a pit alongside another pig man. Uh, and this year we are introduced to the full-on Rancor. Rancor. Which is a giant potato monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it looks like... potato Yeah, it looks like a potato and a rabid bulldog Man. got it on. Um, <laughs> it's this giant, and it's really well done. It is. Um, it's a great, like, a high-speed stop motion. Yeah. Some of the composite is a bit dodgy, but it is 1983. Right. Oh, it still looks good, though. And I mean, that weird stop motion effect kind of gives uh, stuff an ethereal, otherworldly characteristic, yeah, it's more like too. When, like, that never uh, made me upset about but it. But it's like when, when Luke, like, shoves the fucking chicken bone in its mouth, and he's just, like, throwing a thing that's yeah. not in his hand into a weird... That is yeah. a little bit Yukon and the Abominable. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, I'll give you that. <laughs> that reference was for all the Patrick Bromleys in the audience. Yeah, <laughs> and all the other Rudolph fans. Who happened to love Yukon Cornelius. Oh, buddy. Silver and gold, best song. <laughs> <laughs> Just put it in there. All right. 
You had to get on the record on that. Yeah. I get it. I get it before all the fucking hipsters get in. Right? And they want to tell you about how they liked silver and gold before sure, it was cool? No, sure. that was me. This is time. I stamped. liked silver and gold before it was cool. You just got to email this podcast to yourself. Yeah, and then it's copyrighted or something. Yep. And then you can take yourself to patent court. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate that movie. We talked about this last time. I dislike it. Unicorn. Unicorn. Cornelius is human garbage. And he should have been dumped in the middle of the Arctic fucking sea. Nah, man. He's a puppet. First Hermie the elf is just the worst. He's terrible. But I want to be a dentist. Yeah, which is about just... your secret fear, dentist. Oh, no. It's about Hermes. I think and... it's about having all of the magical powers of an elf to create toys like at the speed of sound. And he's like, I want to waste all my talents putting needles in teeth. The question I've always had about that movie is how they got Matthew Broderick back in time to voice that elf. Oh, am I the only one? Moving oh. on! <laughs> so Luke Skywalker fights a Rancor! And that's it's super something we cool. can all enjoy. It's super cool. The Rancor eats the pig man. That's pretty great. It's a good death. Uh, Luke Skywalker... <laughs> it is! He it picks is. up a pig man and bites it in half. <laughs> Although this leads to the very thorny philosophical question. <laughs> Do pig men have souls? <laughs> Or are they unloved by a cruel and indifferent universe? <laughs> Aren't we all, John? <laughs> the pig man is just like, well, I hate my life, but what are you going to do? What if this is all there is? Yeah. <laughs> my job is to just hang out with this rancor all day. Stand around with an axe. Yeah, in a land of blasters and laser swords. It's a big axe. Job arms his army man. with axes. In the land of blasters and laser swords, the man with the axe is the worst man. Yeah. Uh, so Luke uh, fends off the rancor, dives underneath it, jams a big old bone in its mouth, it snaps it, and finally he tricks it uh, to walking underneath the door he came from, throws a rock, I'm assuming aided by the force, yeah. into a button, and then closes the door on the Rancor! Yeah. Killing it! And it's at this point that we are given very deeply confusing emotions about how to feel about this yeah. hollow victory. Right. As not only does the Rancor whimper like your favorite dog you had when you were growing up, but also the Rancor Keeper, the uh, fattest <laughs> white man central casting could find, with chest hair that is patchy at best. Yeah, who was willing to go shirtless in a movie. Walks in, makes eye contact with the dead Rancor, and immediately starts crying. Sobbing. Like you did when your childhood dog died. Yeah. <laughs> the so Rancor sad. had a family. The Rancor had a family. And you cheered his death. You did. You monster. You should feel awful. This is the funny games of the Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a meta commentary on bullfighting. It's a really. real American psycho. <laughs> it's true. Michael Haneke would do a shot for shot remake of this later on <laughs> uh, in English. Um, so, uh, ooh, that was a deep one. Yeah. You really have to know what funny games is. Uh, so, anyway. I mean, you shouldn't, because it's a dumb movie for idiots. Oh, I don't know about that. It's The whole movie is predicated on, like, hey, feel these emotions. You're evil for feeling these emotions, idiot. Well, you told me to feel these emotions. <laughs> don't get mad at me, movie. 
You're the movie! <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Mark Millar comic book. <laughs> <laughs> so they are comic books kind of dumb? Butt jokes are funny, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I love butt jokes. I guess that was Mark Millar as filtered through the Macho Man Randy Savage <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's the old he body count toy Toys R Us. <laughs> so, alright, so Luke Skywalker uh, defeats... <clears throat> The Rancor, Jabba the Hutt, very upset about this. Yeah. So basically he's like, here's what we're going to do. Takes everyone hostage. We're going to fly out on my pleasure barge out into the middle of the Dune Sea. I'm going to throw you all into the fucking Sarlacc pit where you'll be digested for thousands of years. Which is kind of a dumb threat because you're going to be dead within a day of starvation yeah. anyway. You don't get to live no. for a thousand years. Well, that's not true. I mean, the Sarlacc Pit, we don't know what's down there. There could be like an Arby's or like a grocery store. I would argue even with an Arby's and a grocery store, you got 20 good years in your top. And it's also <laughs> like got a bunch of teeth and stuff that it totally bites you with. Well, so, that's I mean, also you're true. probably bleed out within a couple of hours, too. Yeah, it just, it seems, again, it seems like a very hollow vengeance. Yeah. Uh, were this to go successfully, Jabba would be trying to sleep at night, satisfied that he is truly avenged to the rancor only to be roused in his sleep with feelings of doubt yeah. <laughs> he'll go on never quite feeling joy at the same way he did before this terrible day oh just like how i felt uh after election day um so moving on um you made it sad i did i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> Uh, President Sex Criminal. Um, Whew, he sure is. <laughs> I shouldn't steal that. That's from Dan McCoy. He's a good guy. He doesn't need that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you feel like we're personally accosting Dan McCoy. <laughs> Don't break I Dan McCoy. I would be terrified to learn if he knew who we are. <laughs> <laughs> he has no business knowing who we are. It would only serve to waste his valuable time. Time better spent doing anything on The Daily Show. Uh. <laughs> So Chaba, Should we give you just a clean burst of cackling that yeah, you can put right. over anything you don't like? I'm not gonna lie to you. Every now and then on this podcast, uh, when I have to edit something out and I need to kind of like hide it, uh, I will take a laugh that came from something that I'm cutting out and put it at the end of one of my bad jokes that no one laughs at. <laughs> so it sounds like you laughed at my joke. Happens. Sorry. Uh, that is not in my rider. Yeah. I have specifically stated that I will not be made to seem like I'm laughing at things. <laughs> oh, man. So, Jabba flies everyone out onto the sail barge out into the middle of Dune Sea, and he's about to execute everyone by pushing them off of a little skiff. Yeah. Uh, he's got Leia tied up. R2-D2 is serving drinks on his head. And I gotta say, I feel like R2-D2 has never felt more fulfilled by a job. I get the feeling like he's like Isaac from Love Boat. He is just the best goddamn bartender. (laughs) Like if he had two hands, he'd be giving everyone finger guns. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Again, he never knew a droid could feel such fulfillment. He's like, who knew, beep, boop, beep, that making a gin and tonic beep, boop, beep would make me happy. It's better than watching all of my friends die and none of the humans (laughs) caring about it. Yeah. 
That's probably fair. <laughs> uh, so uh, they get there. Luke uh, is about to. He's being pushed. And Mason's made to walk the plank into the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. He uh, turns the land out, gives him a conspiratorial nod. Nobody notices. Yeah. He looks up at R two D two and literally like gives him a jaunty little salute. Yeah, salutes him. Nobody says anything, and he jumps off of the uh, plank, but then turns around. Grabs on the plank and flips back up in the air. While Which, I'm not going to lie, as a child, I tried to do that at the pool diving board many times. Oh, how'd that work out for you? Yeah. Never did. <laughs> I was about to say, that you probably hurt your hands. Yeah, in a side note, I'm terrified of diving boards. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you learned to be from doing that. That's highly complicated, John. <laughs> so, R2-D2 launches Luke Skywalker's lightsaber up into the air. Luke Skywalker flips back onto the skiff, grabs his lightsaber, and proceeds to embark on the most massive of fucking lightsaber yeah. beatdowns. Yeah, it is, it is like the uh, the Kill Bill House of Blue Leaves sequence. Sequence? <laughs> sequence. Yeah, the, sequence. Right, the, yeah, the crazy sequence. 88s. Yeah. He wipes out at least 50 people yeah. between all these barges and skiffs. And I will, it's his new lightsaber that he constructed after losing his old lightsaber in the battle on Bespin. And I gotta say, I really like the design. This yes. hilt is cylindrical and just fucking cool. And it's got like the kind of like thin neck that goes into the wide like open uh like emitter and then like the green blade instead of a blue blade because uh, uh, it'll show up better on the blue skies of Tatooine. That's right. And then he just cuts down fucking so many moves. Oh, so many goons. He's get, deflecting gunshots. He's hacking people to bits. Oh, it's so good. <clears throat> uh, Han Solo, uh, meanwhile, during his little action sequence, it's more of a comic action sequence, a little Charlie Chaplin bumblery. Uh, he knocks... like a fucking Mr. Magoo. Yeah, he accidentally knocks Lando off of the skiff, and then Lando's holding off for dear life to not get eaten by the Sarlacc Han Solo's trying to grab him Boba Fett's there Boba Fett in his mo- his time to shine to kill everybody gets his gun cut off by Luke Skywalker yeah. and gets pushed to the ground and then Han Solo accidentally breaks his rocket pack and shoots him off into the Sarlacc so yeah. now we would like a lot of fans are like really angry about this because oh it ruins this badass character I would argue he has never done anything cool yeah. in any of these fucking he doesn't movies. He not do anything cool. He hasn't done anything cool <clears throat> but dress cool. Yeah, he is definitely the coolest action figure, but he has given yeah. nothing meaningful to do at any point. Yeah, like James Dean. Yeah, that, <laughs> that famous layabout. Yeah, no, clearly we're talking about country singer and sausage enthusiast James Dean. Oh, I thought we were talking <laughs> about... Also known as Jimmy? <laughs> I thought we were talking about the porn star. Yeah, oh, no, he seems like a nice guy. He's not. Oh, that's no. tough. Yeah, I'm talking... Is talk- he not a nice guy? No, he has been accused of sexual assault oh, many times. I don't keep up with the porn. He's a garbage <laughs> monster. Jesus. Actually, Why are we talking about that? Come at me, Bronson! <laughs> Bad news. I think the sausage enthusiast got accused of something at some point, too. You'd almost have to be being a sausage enthusiast. No one self-identifies as a sausage enthusiast. Uh, Abe uh, Froman is the sausage king of Chicago. He is the manufacturing king. He does not proclaim to be enthused about it, sir. <laughs> Yeah, let me tell you something about these sausages. I don't fucking like sausages, <laughs> but, but I love gonna. the but I love the money I make from the sausages. <laughs> That's Abe Froman, Sausage King of Chicago. That's what he sounds like. <laughs>
Yeah. Even though for some reason I must look exactly like Matthew Broderick in the mid-80s because I'm easily confused for him by snooty maitre d's. How you doing? I'm Abe Froman, the sausage king of Chicago. I'm 18 years old. <laughs> That's because my dad, Gene Froman, died. He fell into the giant sausage masher and then I owned the company. It's a lot like that movie Little Big League where the kid's grandpa dies, leaves him to twins, but instead I got sausage. Hey, I am Abe Froman. I love French food, eh? Could you believe it? I acquired a taste for it when I was studying abroad. That's something else you didn't know about me. I took a semester in Mormon. uh, In Mormon? Mormon? (laughs) He took a semester in Mormon, people. (laughs) That's how I learned how to read the golden plates of Joseph Smith. I mean, that's a pretty important thing for a young guy to learn, you know? When you're going into the sausage trade. You gotta know all about all the major world religions so you know what sausage to sell them. I guess what I'm saying is don't blind yourself to the variety of the world. (laughs) Look, if I didn't study in India and learn about them, you know, I'd be selling them beef sausage. I just want to show you to your table, sir. (laughs) Let me tell you a little bit about foie gras. I really wish you wouldn't. It's like regular sausage, but not. Sir, we're just trying to get through our dumb days in this stupid garbage planet. Please just sit down. We're still not off Tatooine. (laughs) So, Luke, Luke fucking massacres everybody. He, uh, meanwhile, Princess Leia finally, finally gets her revenge. So satisfying. She, uh, she jumps behind Jabba, throws the chain that he has used to imprison her, and like link by link is just pulling it tighter and tighter, crushing his throat. Yes, it's beautiful. It is really great. His fucking tail waggles maniacally. Yeah, his, his... tongue like shaking all over the place. Yeah. And he dies. Yep. He yeah. get... It's probably the most brutal Star Wars like death. Because it's the only one that has that kind of emotion behind it. You know what I mean? And after he yeah. dies you can definitely hear the gas escaping. <laughs> 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 it's the only death in Star Wars where you can hear his bobbles being voided. <laughs> he was holding in a fart the whole time. He didn't want to ruin his big day. Meanwhile, Salacious Crumb, his little animal sidekick, who I can't believe you've neglected to mention this entire time. <laughs> oh my time. god, Jabba's Ed McMahon? <laughs> a little rat monster. That's <laughs> uh, he... a crypt keeper. <laughs> Except instead of making puns, he seems to live to laugh at Jabba's non-jokes. Yeah, they're yeah. jokes. <laughs> like, Jabba's not particularly funny, but after every, like, third line, Salacious Crumb is just tickled with delight. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. He's just a little rat man. Uh, but when Jabba's getting killed, uh, as Jabba's getting killed, Salacious Crumb decides to go after R2-D2. Uh, he goes after 3PO. Oh, yeah, he goes after 3PO. Starts gouging his eyes out because, yeah. damn it, he's gonna die the way he lived. <laughs> Eating droids' eyes. <laughs> Again, needlessly cruel to yeah. droids. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> He's <laughs> and then uh, R2-D2 saves his friend by fucking tasing Salacious Crumb to the ceiling. Oh, R2-D2 must have just discovered that he has that taser because he uses it like oh, nine wow. times. Yeah. In this movie. yeah, he does not have it before He's now. He's real excited about this new toy. He got an upgrade in between. <laughs> He traded his fucking jetpacks for a yeah. taser. He's yeah, yeah, never yeah. looked back. So, so uh, everybody escapes. They make their way off of Tatooine. Uh, the Jabba's, they blow up Jabba's bar. Yeah, yeah, and just like so many deaths, so great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they fly off into space, and the Millennium Falcon goes right. The X-wing goes left. Um, 
and Luke's like, all right, guys, I'm going to Dagobah again. I'll meet up with you soon. You know, like I said that last time, but this time I mean it. Yeah, and Han Solo's all like, I mean, that's cool, but last time I saw you, you were almost dead in Hoth, and Lando was a bad guy, but, like, I guess this is just how things are. Yeah. <laughs> Who am I to ask hey, questions? Han Solo rolls with it. He does. That's true. <laughs> yeah, huge Steve Winwood fan, Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> You'd almost have to be. Yeah. Well, you know, when you see a chance, you take it. Yeah, and uh, he's constantly back in the high life again. Yeah, he likes the finer things. <laughs> These are all Steve Winwood Winwood titles. Yeah, no. John. We're doing like the Billy Joel thing, but with Steve Winwood. Steve Winwood. You guys are the Charles Bronson of people. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, Patrick, you mean that means we get to kill so many people? (laughs) And we have such top quality mustaches. Ooh, yeah. Oh, no, see, I thought in those movies he just wished real hard. (laughs) (laughs) For death. (laughs) That's what that famous saying wishes in one hand, Charles Bronson in the other. Fucking come at me, Bronson! I will take you down! He knows what he did. I look forward to Ghost Charles Bronson totally kicking your ass, buddy. Oh, shit, that's the sequel to Ghost? Yeah. Ghost Charles Bronson. That would be amazing. Charles Bronson comes back, starts talking to people through Whoopi Goldberg. Mm. Mm, this should be a TV show. They could solve crimes. <laughs> well, uh, j- hey, Whoopi, just uh, just tell uh, Patrick Swayze over there that I'm um, coming to get him next. My Bronson impressions. Yeah, nobody do a Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> it would only end in lawsuits. Oh, yeah, no. I would... Also, we're assuming anyone knows what Charles Bronson sounds like. <laughs> he sounds like that guy from The Simpsons. Yeah. Who has all the jobs. Have you not seen the Simpsons podcast audience? Go see the Simpsons. Now I'm going down to Emmett's Fix-It Shop to Do fix Emmett. Emmett. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's Charles Bronson. Bronson. Everyone knows that's yeah, Charles Bronson. Bronson. I got a death Mark's wish. Not in the cell. I know. I shot him. I <laughs> shot him. Uh, so anyways, uh, Yoda uh, and Luke have a little reunion on Dagobah. Yoda is... Uh, He's sick. Not looking well. He he knows that he's reaching the end of his life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Luke is just like, you gotta finish training me. And Yoda's like, nah, you know what? I think we're done here. And it's just... Well, he knows everything. He's not a full Jedi, but he says that he knows everything he needs to know. Right. It's a very kind of zen-like thing. Sure. But Yoda spends the next five minutes just trying to get into bed and go to sleep. And Yoda and Luke won't leave him alone. Well, because, I mean, there's no good time to ask this, but, uh, hey, Yoda, who's my dad? Is it Darth Vader? It's Darth Vader. Darth Vader. It turns out to be Darth Vader. Vader. It turns out to be Darth Vader. <laughs> Yoda's like, yes, it's Darth Vader. Well, first, Yoda's like, this is probably the last time I'm going to be alive. Uh, I didn't quite hear you. Sleep. Sleep is what I did. <laughs> yeah, I need sleep. Closing my eyes and remaining silent will answer all of your uh, questions, well, All right, sure. fine, fine, he's your father. Oh, wait, wait, I should probably tell you, there's another sky. Well, <laughs> Raptured. <laughs> yep. Raptured like He's Obi-Wan. He has joined Christ in heaven. Exactly, because uh, while on Dagobah and Obi-Wan on Tatooine, respectively, yeah. they have been communing with the force of Qui-Gon Jinn, who has managed to find a way to come back from the nether of the force as a ghost, which is pretty fucking rad. Just like Jesus. Exactly like Jesus. Yeah. Jesus and Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah. Bodies to the end. Actually, that's my favorite drink. <laughs> little Jesus and Qui-Gon uh, let me get a Jesus and Qui-Gon on the rocks please, yeah, yeah. please. <laughs> was that is wine and gin <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, please Yoda... please please blood of the savior and gin <laughs> so uh, Luke 
lets Yoda die and disappear and get <laughs> raptured. Really let Yoda die. Yeah, You're right. I'm sorry. Yoda. Luke, Luke kills Yoda. <laughs> yeah. Um, he pesters him to death with he, questions. He winds him to death. Um, no. So then Luke uh, exits Yoda's hut, which I assume he sets to burn down later. Yeah. Uh, and then he sees the ghost of Obi Wan, who's just like, "All right, you got me. Ooh, we got to rip yeah. off some bandages here." Luke. <laughs> Turns out. So, he, so you, you see, conveniently, what I told you is true from a certain point of view, in a way that I'm just sort of making up now. <laughs> right, so yeah. Obi-Wan basically explains, look, yes, Darth Vader's your dad. I thought I could train him. I was wrong. I cut off all of his body parts. <laughs> Instead. And then Luke is just like, Yoda said there's another. And he's like, yeah, you got a sister. And then Luke makes the intuitive jump that, oh, Leia! Yeah, the Force, yeah. dude. The Force yeah. told him. Yeah. And so he's and like... Obi-Wan's like, good insight. <laughs> the Force told him all about it. Yeah. Now stop kissing her. Yeah. yeah. Hugs only, Hugs only, bro. <laughs> Hugs only, bro. Ooh. Uh, so Luke... Uh, Could be on a swamp planet because you're going to need that cold shower. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. Luke flies off with his foreknowledge that uh, basically he, he knows everything he needs to know for the rest of the movie. Yeah. yeah, all he needs to know is that to finally finish his training, he needs to confront Darth Vader. Yeah, and that those shoes were never magic. The magic was in him the whole time. <laughs> yeah, right. Kill your dad, don't fuck your sister. These yeah, are it's rules. the classic Joseph Campbell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Goes back to the old uh, Greek school of theater. <laughs> I think I remember. Is that with fucking Jack Blackus? Yeah. I think I remember that. I love monologues, but teacher, we're here to learn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's my favorite Aristophanes play, by the way. Yeah, Jack Blackus. We're here to learn. (laughs) Yeah. No. So, uh, meanwhile, the rebels are uh, all gathered, and Mon Mothma appears, and she's like. Bunch of Bothans die. We got these Death Star plans. We're going to blow it up. Yeah, it's the pointer scene where they basically just lay out the mm-hmm. plot and stakes of the rest of the movie. Yeah. yeah, and then we find out that Lando's now a general. Uh, Han Solo is going to lead a strike team on the forest moon of Endor. Leia joins up. Chewie joins up. And Luke shows up just the last minute to be like, I'm going to. Uh, and then they go to do their mission. And on the way to the mission, Luke's like, Oh, Darth Vader's here. I shouldn't have come. I'm leaving. Because he can sense me and I can sense him. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Vader's on the Death Star. The rebels have stolen an Imperial shuttle and they're trying to just like bluff their way down onto the planet so they can blow up the shield yeah. generator. The wonderfully trained imperial officer is just like well it's an older code but it checks out to which i can only imagine darth vader pulling him aside and saying all right let's go through this again why do we change our codes (laughs) so that if the old ones get compromised it doesn't matter because we've run onto a new code exactly so if someone comes to the station with an old code we Make sure it checks out and let them through. No. <laughs> yeah, but why do we change our codes? John, 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 John. Fellas. How fellas. many years has the TV, the newspaper, and everyone you've ever known told you to not click on random email links and then change your password at the portal? And yet, how many times does that keep working? In my defense, that website promised free porn and to cure my erectile dysfunction. <laughs> and to secure you against hacking. And I could That's... already be a winner, you guys. 
<laughs> you can win a five hundred dollar Walmart uh, gift card. I'd be stupid not to. And this is why the Empire doesn't have good defenses. <laughs> so Vader basically says, "You know what? I'll take care of this. Let him in." And so they let the rebels go and land down on Endor. Luke has reservations, but they go. Meanwhile, the Emperor appears at the Death Star. And he gives uh, Darth Vader a little bit of a commendation. He's like, hey, you've done a good job on this space station. Uh, you know, you're doing a really good job with this job, kid. Good, keep up the good work, eh? And you're like, hey, I hear Atlantic City's beautiful this time, time of year. year. Maybe you want to take a little vacation. Hey, hey. Spend some time with the family. Oh, sorry, sorry. I forgot about your family. Tough break, tough break. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so basically, Vader's plan is to uh, kind of use himself as bait to lure Luke into a trap that he can bring him to the Emperor, and together they can turn him to the dark side. Yeah. Yeah. And so the rebels show up on the forest moon of Endor, and while they're there, they immediately come across some... Uh, scout troopers. Yeah, some scout troopers. And what follows is a pretty sweet speeder chase. Yeah. Uh, Luke and Leia hop onto one speeder and they chase down a couple other guys. Uh, and this is has some of the most brutal deaths too. And I think the reason why is because every single speeder bike death involves a tree, which is just very bone yeah. crunching. Right, because they are moving at very high speeds, yeah. and they're either slamming into trees and exploding, vaporizing the body, or being thrown off the bike, and then their body just hits, hits the a tree, tree with a sickening crack yeah, of at bone. speeder speed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, uh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Leia ends up getting knocked off her speeder. Luke chases down the rest of them and gets them, you know, blowed up so that they won't go, uh, uh call So they them. won't go blabbing about yeah. it. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, snitches get stitches. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, we cut back, and Luke meets up with Han, and he's like, Ah, hey, is Leia here? And he's like, I thought Leia was with you. And she's like, Nah. <laughs> Nah, well, Leia's making do. friends with the mascot of Honeygram. <laughs> <laughs> On fucking Smack's planet with the golden bear. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Wait, Smacks is the frog. Nah, yeah. ruined my own joke. You sure yeah, did. Yeah, terrible. Oh, you're yeah, a- Leia has met up with uh, <laughs> Wicket, the Ewok, played by uh, fucking Warwick Davis. You may know him better as Willow. And also, that guy who makes cameos in all the Star Wars movies. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a great, great guy. guy. No, okay. Yeah. So, uh, Leia, yes, has made friends with her little Ewok buddy. Uh, meanwhile... <laughs> Uh, Chewbacca catches a scent of something in the air, and what is it? It's a torn up baboon! Yeah, it's a meat tree. You know, meat yeah. that grows on a tree, that thing we all are not suspicious of, that we no. should just touch a whole bunch. Anytime I see, like, half a deer hanging on a tree, I totally snap a leg. Right, exactly. <laughs> Bite down on it, good stuff. So, it turns out that it, it's a trap! Whoa! Uh, a big net kind of scoops them all up and hangs them up in the air. Yeah, and while Luke and Han are trying to angle so they can get a lightsaber, R2-D2 busts out a little deus ex saw Yeah. Uh, and a just buzzsaw. buzzsaw some out of there. And uh, they all fall down, and it's really funny. And then they're surrounded by Ewoks. Tiny, yeah. you know Ewoks, they're tiny little unblinking teddy bears. Although in the special edition, they made them blink digitally. And for some reason, that angers you. Because it was cooler when they were creepy. I mean, they're still creepy, they eat no. human flesh. No, they're just cute. 
And they brutalize stormtroopers. Yeah, and it's really cute because they blink, John. <laughs> Damn, it's true. Those are the rules set down in the, on the golden plates of Joseph Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, I know. I know Abe Froman, the sausage king of Chicago, who studied Mormon for a semester. <laughs> yeah. He told me, John. Yeah. Uh, so basically, the Ewoks have captured them. They don't fight back because, come on, they're teddy bears. They don't know any better. Yeah, Luke Luke refu- tells everyone not to fight back and then spends the next 20 minutes with a smug smile on his face. Yeah. Like, he knows how this is all going to play out, but he wants to, like everybody else to just, like... like be freaked out. Yeah. yeah. So they uh, C-3PO bounces up and they start to worship him as a golden god. So they bring them all back to the Ewok village. They've got uh, yeah, their little Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves villain. Yeah, yeah, in the uh, trees. Yeah. They, they've got uh, Han, Chewie, and Luke tied up to spits over fires, and they're going to roast them alive for a banquet thrown in C three PO's honor. Mm-hmm. If that's not fucking metal as shit, <laughs> fee fi fo fum, motherfuckers. They got fucking Slayer ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one guy's got his first edition D and D monster manual yeah. that has all the D. Demons in it. <laughs> then Princess Leia comes out in her peasant dress that they made especially for her. Oh, yeah. and her like all of a sudden like eight feet of, of hair. hair. Her like Rapunzel hair. Yeah, because you know that they just sat her down and they were just like, "You have the longest hair ever. Yeah. You gotta let me braid it, dog." <laughs> And she's like, well, all right, I don't really understand your culture, and you are trying to eat people, so, so I guess I'm I mean, just going to bide my time. Yeah, just yeah. take it. Just take so it. she comes out, and she's like, those are my friends. Don't hurt them. And they're like, uh, shut up, long hair. They look tasty. Yeah. <laughs> and then Luke tells C-3PO, hey, tell them that, you know, if you don't spare us, you'll invoke a terrible vengeance. And he does, and they're like, nah, we don't care. Mm, and they sorry, God, we don't <laughs> believe you. Yeah. And uh, they go continue trying to set them on fire. It's at this point that Singing Luke... a very, like, jaunty song, presumably yeah. about cooking people alive. They're just cooking some people. Just cooking some people. Come gonna on, make them man. scream. Gonna eat their flesh. It's gonna be a dream. Have you never made lobster? <laughs> <laughs> Not while singing. <laughs> no, I mean, every time I eat lobster, I do it in solemn silence. <laughs> Out of respect for the crustacean race. Yeah, remembrance of all the lobsters who died in the Great Crab Wars. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Luke uh, uses a little force power and he lifts C-3PO up in his chair. And the Ewoks see this and they're like, oh, he is a god and he's invoking his authority retribution upon us. We must save their friends. And they do. They let them loose. And then... R2 starts chasing them with his taser. Yeah, chasing Ewoks. And then they because break. if there's one thing R2-D2 knows, it is vengeance. <laughs> well, that and mixing a mean Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo! So now our C-3PO takes them all into his little hut... And he's like, I'm going to tell you guys the story of the first two Star Wars movies with sound effects and Ewok talk. And uh, he does so, and the Ewoks are like, oh, oh, It's it's like one of those kids' books where you're supposed to read the page and then press the button to make the sound. Right. Meanwhile, he's basically just explaining all these horrible things that have just happened to Han and Leia and Luke while they're standing right there and treating it as basically a children's fun time bedtime story. Luke leaves, he walks out. Uh, and then the, uh, 
Leo walks out after him. Meanwhile, 3PO's like, hey, you're part of the tribe now. And Han gets hugged by a... Uh, now the Ewoks love Han. Yeah, they and keep hugging him. They do. They and basically, do. Han is just like, well, all right, let's use the, the Ewoks' knowledge of this place to find the best way to the shield generator. And use them as human shields. <laughs> well, Ewok shields. Yeah. <laughs> use them as our disposable pawns in this battle against evil space monster people. Yeah, dude, you gotta make the greater good. That's right. <laughs> Like fucking Wicker Man, dude. (laughs) So, uh, Luke and Leia meet the bees. Um, (laughs) The bees. The bees! Wicker Man. Yeah. Uh, Come on. Uh, So anyways, Luke and Leia have a little heart-to-heart. Yeah, no. He Uh, goes outside Mopey. She's like, why so sad, bro? And he's like, that's literally the case. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't you been wondering why I hadn't been kissing you lately? (laughs) And while she's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, bro. He's like, ooh, double whammy. Guess who that? Guess guess what the tie there is? It's our dad. And guess oh, who our dad is? It's Darth oh, Vader. Bad news. You remember that guy that tortured you a whole bunch in the first movie? Yeah. And cut off my hand. <laughs> and is mostly going around the Empire committing all kinds of crimes. No, so it blew Luke, up your home planet. Yeah. So Luke basically says that he's going to go confront Vader. Uh, Leia's going to stay with the uh, strike team and take out the shield generator. Yeah. Uh, basically cut to Luke turning himself in at the Imperial Outpost. Yeah. Turns himself in. And him and Vader have a nice little chat while they're walking down the hallway. Vader takes his lightsaber and he's like very impressed. Oh, your training is complete. Um, It's got a cool cylinder thing, but then the emitter (laughs) sort of juts out. It's real rad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And and Luke uh, is just like... And this is weird, like, in this scene, this is where they first start refer- referring to it as father and son. And he's like, father, I know there's good in you. And he's like, son, you're wrong. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about, <laughs> you idiot kid. Yeah. And he takes him up to go see the Emperor. Meanwhile, Han and the strike team are mounting their assault on the shield generator uh, cubby hole. The bunker. Yeah, the bunker. Well, that's it. They're going to go through the big entrance, but uh, the Ewoks are like, no, 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 no. There's a back way. And so now they're at this like little hole in the wall. Where right. Out. So they go in the back. Uh, there's a few guards there. One of the Ewoks, clearly after uh, seeing a god fly above them, realizes that he's got nothing more to live for, runs out, jumps on a land speeder, and just shoots off into the forest. <laughs> and holy shit, he is a great pilot. Yeah. He is yeah. the Anakin Skywalker of the Ewoks. And they shoot it, and he's like doing tricks the whole time. Yeah. Like at one point, he's, he's just on the handle. He's only handlebars. Yeah. He jumps from the, you know, crashing land speeder onto, onto a, a vine. Onto a vine and just Tarzan's out of there. I assume that he goes back to the Ewok village and doesn't even fight the rest of the battle. He's yeah. just like, <laughs> job done. <laughs> scuffs his nails off on his chest. Like cracks a beater. Right. Like hangs Sits down on a lawn chair and watches the rest of the guys try <laughs> to do their jobs. It just like just rubs himself yeah, right? for hours. <laughs> Definitely. So the rebels all pile into the shield generator. Meanwhile on the Death Star, uh, Luke is taken to the Emperor and the Emperor is like, Guess what? I gave them those plans because I've got a legion of my best men on that planet, you idiot. Yeah. It's my favorite Emperor line in the entire series when he says, Oh, I'm afraid the deflector shield will be quite operational. 
when your friends arrive. It's so good. Yeah. It's so uh, good. Emperor Palpatine, again played by uh, Ian McDermott, who also played Palpatine slash Emperor in the prequels, just fucking chewing the scene. Oh, but in such a good way. It's so awesome. It's so creepy. and Yeah, he's cool. fantastic. Uh, it's really good. Uh, meanwhile, Lando and the Rebel fleet have come out of hyperspace uh, towards the Death Star, and they're about to begin their assault. But they notice... The shields are still up. But don't worry, Han will take care of it. I believe you mean Han. Right, well, again. I either is acceptable. Yeah, it depends on who's talking. And Lando is counting on Han. Yes, Lando counts on Han. Leia will count on Han or Han. It depends. Luke, straight Han. Only Han. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, so now back on the forest moon of Endor, we've got Han and the Ewoks, uh, they get busted by the Legion of Troops, but then all the other Ewoks begin their fucking, like, gorilla attack on And I know that, like, conventional wisdom is like, oh, the Ewoks are so, like, dumb and lame and cutesy and they're just there to sell toys and, like, it doesn't make sense that they can beat the Empire but when you see the raw brutality of a dozen Ewoks descending on a single stormtrooper with melee weapons and just clobbering yeah, the yeah, guts yeah. out of them. And, yeah. and knowing it that... It is brutal. Right, yeah. and knowing that what they're doing is they're just literally like stone-headed axes and hammers and clubs. Yeah. They are like Viking warfare. Beating, just bashing brains in. Yeah, just beating humans <laughs> to death and then probably eating them. Yeah. Right, and they, they finish... They eat people! Right. And they like, they definitely finish the fight because there's a couple of times that they like knock some stormtroopers off of like a log and they're like on the ground and Doing that thing that stormtroopers do of just like, oh, oh, you win, I guess. Yeah, right. Nah, it ain't over until you stop breathing. Yeah. And they just descend on them with their sticks and rocks. <laughs> Yeah, and it's, I mean, Which then, epic. of course, then a couple ATSTs show up. I believe you mean AT-ATs. I had to stop myself from punching you in the nose. <laughs> Got a little the old forest AT-AT does the old two-legged walking. Uh, All right, John, here's Patrick, a question. Patrick, who made you this way? <laughs> here's a question, John. What do you hate more? Patrick calling all walking vehicles in Star Wars AT-ATs or Charles Bronson? Charles Bronson? No, <laughs> Why would you even ask me that question? <laughs> Poor Charlie. <laughs> Do not feel sorry for him. <laughs> By all accounts, Don't waste your emotions on that void of human empathy <laughs> that is Charles Bronson. By all accounts, he was a perfectly decent human being. <laughs> well, who just all got accounts stuck. are goddamn wrong! <laughs> So meanwhile, Luke and Vader and the Emperor are hanging out and, <laughs> you know, yeah. maxing and relaxing, acting all cool. All just shooting some people, people outside of the school. school. When, when a couple, couple of guys, they were up to no good. Started making trouble in the neighborhood. I got one little fight, my mom got scared. She said, moving with the auntie and uncle in Bel-Air. None of this works. None of this works. The first line works. But at best, Vader and Palpatine are the couple of guys that show up and start making trouble in the neighborhood. Yeah, and Luke is born in West Philadelphia. And he gets in one Tatooine. little fight, and his aunt gets scared and then gets disintegrated. <laughs> and says, you're going to spend the rest of the movie with an old man. <laughs> So I whistled for a ship, and when it came near, the license plate said Falcon had them dice in the mirror. 
Which, yes, it did. I know. That's yeah. why I said it. All right, yeah. settle down. You're not Charles Brownson. <laughs> <laughs> Nor his chief arch enemy, John Rooney. Yes, he is my arch enemy. Yeah. The Lord said that there would be rain for 40 days and 40 nights. If only my arch enemy would let me on board the ship. So Vader and Luke at this point, uh, the the Emperor is taunting Luke, basically saying, yeah. "Give in to your hate, join the dark side, take your lightsaber, strike me down." Uh, eventually, he basically lets it slip. He's like, he's like, you know what, you know, let your anger. I, your friends are gonna get fucking blown up. Your friends down there are gonna get fucking killed. What are you gonna do about it? And Luke has had enough. And he pulls his lightsaber up, and him and Darth Vader have a sweet fight. Sweet fight. Best fight, best I think, in, in the series. I think it's in the best of the six we've seen so far. I, I don't know about that. I, I, it's here's definitely a, the best of the original trilogy, for sure. Right. It is, I would say, like, choreography-wise, it's not, like, probably that's the Obi-Wan-Anakin fight on Mustafar. Sure. But for just fucking, like, story-wise and the way it's put together and shot and edited, this one's probably I favorite. don't know. I disagree. I think this is the better fight just because of how, like, simple it is. Like, this is all those dudes fighting and a little bit of wire work here and there, whereas the Obi-Wan-Mustafar fight is a lot more, like, jumping around and CGI and sure, uh, sure. special effects and stuff. This is just a fight. Well, not sure. only that, and it's it's brutal. Yeah, like, yeah. also fucking Luke goes straight up berserker gang at yeah, the he- he goes ham, man. Yeah, you, yeah, could very, you could easily see Luke turning to the dark side yeah. in the course of this fight because right. he is fighting with his anger. Yeah. Exactly. So him and Vader are going at each other. Uh, Lando and the rest of the Rebel fleet, the X-Wings, B-Wings, Y-Wings, A-Wings, Frigates, Mon Calamari, they're flying through. There's a, it's a trap in there. <laughs> and they're get, uh, trying to like avoid the Death Star, but also not trying to get blown up. But for up. some reason, the large capital ships aren't firing, only the small fighters. That's be- And that's basically what happens is, uh, the Emperor's like, oh, why is that? Beep, boop, boop. Yo, bro, down in the fire control... Fire at will. This station works, and they start <laughs> blowing the shit out of capital ships, and that's what spurs Luke to fight finally. Because Luke seems to think that well, all hope is lost. Our one chance at winning this battle is if I kill the Emperor. Right. Yeah. But he's got to get through Vader, his father first, who we've already heard several times that he's not going to kill him. He's going to try and convince him to rejoin the light side of the Force. Back on Endor, the Ewoks and the Rebels fight against the. Imperial and the Imperial forces are starting to get a little ahead. They're just blowing the shit out of Ewoks. Uh, one Ewok comes face to face with death for the first time and yeah. it destroys him. Yeah. yeah, you all know this Ewok, and they, they get blown up by ATST fire. Uh, the one Ewok slowly gets up and leans over to his friend, is like, Come on, man, we gotta go. We gotta get back in the fight. And he just won't get up. And then he has makes the most heartbreaking sound. And then just slumps down. Yeah. Like he's not gives, dead, but his spirit is no more. Like he just gives up. It's <laughs> awful. It's yeah. really, yeah, it's sad. Uh, meanwhile, Han and Leia are trying to break back into the shield uh, generator bunker. Uh, they try to get R2-D2 over to help out. But R2 sticks the wrong prong in the wrong no, hole. No, no, no. He no, sticks no, he the right shot. prong in the right hole and then a stormtrooper blasts Shoots him. him. Oh, that's right. And then he promptly explodes all over the place and all of his little appendages like step out and he yeah. electrocutes and goes, wow! And you can just barely hear, worth it. 
And then Han decides to just start matching chords. Yeah. See what happens. He says literally, well, I guess I can hotwire those things. And, and then, then begins tearing out wires and just sticking them together. See what happens. So uh, during the course of the battle, we see some pretty great brutal shit. The Ewoks just dropping logs all over the places. Yeah. Two logs smashing an ATST together. Chewie and a couple of Ewoks Tarzan onto an ATST and steal it and yeah. blow another one up. And that's the thing is like Chewie pulls the ATST pilot out and throws him. The two Ewoks brutally eviscerate the, the other, other one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then attempt to drive the ATST without Chewbacca's instructions. Yeah. <laughs> and Chewbacca's just like, no, 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 stop it. Stop touching those controls. He's just like bopping them on the nose. No, no. <laughs> Look what you did. Just like rubbing their face in the metaphorical pill on the floor. Yeah. Uh, so basically, it looks like all hope is lost. The stormtroopers have surrounded the bunker. Uh, you know, put your hands up, freeze. And Han's like, well, this is it. Uh, little does he know that Leia still has a blaster and just blasts the fuck out of a couple of dumb stormtroopers. Yep. Yeah. And then Chewie shows up in the ATST. They get out of the way. They blow the shit out of the shield generator. All of a sudden, back upstairs, Lando's like, the shield's down. Let's get in there. Yeah. And he leads a force. Uh, he goes full wedge. fucking Dennis Quaid in Independence Day. Great. He goes he right into in. the belly. He flies so, in with Wedge. It's with Ra- Wedge. It's Randy Quaid. Wait, oh, you're right. Yeah, Randy. It's the lesser Quaid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyways, Luke and Vader uh, fight for a little bit more. The Emperor taunts Luke a little bit. And then he's like, you know, join the dark side. Give in to your ha- hate. And Luke's like, oh, wait, hold shit. What am I doing? Closes his lightsaber, and then Vader's like, hey, your emotions are running pretty deep right now, and oh my god, I read your mind, you have a sister? Oh, if I can't get you, I'm gonna get her. And that's when Luke goes fucking ham. Yeah. yeah. He gets goat, he just pulls out his lightsaber, and he just starts hammering yep. at Darth Vader until Vader can handle no more, and gets his hand cut off cut his off. lightsaber, just launched to the wind. Then he retracts his saber, seeing what he's done to his father, seeing the hand cut off, recognizes his own robot hand. And the cuts in the cradle and, and the silver spoon. spoon. A little boy and a man in the moon. When you're coming home that I don't know when, we'll get together then. You know we'll have a good time then. Bing, bling, 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 bling. <laughs> that's my sitar impression, y'all. Nah, it's rad as fuck. Dude. Yeah. yeah, no, good work, everybody. Harry, <laughs> Harry Chapin is metal as fuck. I was about to say that's Harry, somebody. Yeah, right? man, Harry Chapin. Harry Chapin. Uh, he's the poor man's. Uh, uh, Shankar. Well, I was gonna say the poor man's uh, bad boy Leroy Brown guy. Jim Croce. <laughs> yeah, he's the poor man's Jim Croce. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, hey, anyway. you don't mess around with Jim. No. So Luke decides... Hello, operator. I like the idea that Jim Croce's a rich man's anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you feel about that, actually. That's for all you 60-year-olds out there. Yeah, right. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, basically Luke says, you know, look, I'm not going to do this. I am a Jedi like my father before me. And the Emperor, again, perfect comeback line. So be it. Jedi. And then proceeds to electrocute the shit out yeah, of him. And it, it just looks so painful. It looks bad. Yeah, I, I really like the force effect lightning in this movie more so than it was used in the prequels. In the prequels, the force lightning looks more animated. Yeah. And more like, I don't know, this because I think it's a little uh, more translucent 
it looks it just looks more realistic. It's, it's also a little I, grainier too. I think it looks in in this movie it looks like less like just pure lightning and more like concentrated force. dark energy, yeah. right? Uh, and yeah, so he's just electrocuting the shit out of Luke Skywalker. Meanwhile, uh, Lando and a Wedge and crew have made their way into the Death Star, and they start blowing shit up. Although, real quick, uh, the giant Star Destroyer, the Executor, or Executor, if you're wrong about it, yeah. <laughs> uh, is part of this battle, mm. and uh, one of their deflector shield generators gets blown up, so the bridge no longer has a shield. Uh, meanwhile, a scrappy A-wing pilot gets his engines blown out and goes right into the bridge Burn of the executor and blows the fucking shit out of it. Yeah, it, does. it is great. Not only does the bridge explode, but the bridge, again, like all good Imperial design, is linked to every other part of the ship yeah. and it becomes completely useless yeah. and crashes right the fuck into the Death Star erupting in a mushroom cloud yeah. plane. It's literally just a giant space knife digging <laughs> into a fucking space apple. And they yeah. both explode. Yeah. So cool. As you would expect. Oh, it's so great. Which, uh, this is where my uh, my deep and abiding love of the A-Wing comes from. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a particularly good ship, but you get a scrappy enough pilot and he'll run it into anything. He'll come the Kazi the shit out of that place. Right. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Emperor shocking Luke. Luke calls out to his father, please save me. Darth Vader takes a nice good amount of time, looks at the Emperor. He's weighing his options. Yeah, looks he at Luke. He the look back and forth like eight, nine times. Looks at the Emperor. He's thinking. Looks at Luke. Takes a smoke break. Yeah, he's probably figuring, oh, what am I going to get for lunch tomorrow? Yeah. I think they've got ham downstairs. Yeah, could be ham. Could mm. be some of that green bacon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, my son's getting electrocuted. Oh, 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 yeah. oh yeah. okay, all right, all right. And so then he, he just picks up the Emperor. He fucking nature boy Ric Flair's picks the Emperor up <laughs> and just throws Rose him, down, him a hole. down a hole. And in a scene that's never made a lot of sense to me, I guess the Emperor explodes and that explosion then starts going back into the Emperor. Yeah, it's so the, it's, there's a giant explosion of blue energy that yeah. shoots hundreds of feet up of this hole right into Darth Vader's face and then is sucked back in uh, for some reason because apparently the Emperor is made out of human and plutonium. Yeah. Uh, so uh, well, you know, he's not necessarily human. He's uh, from Naboo, so we don't know what their physiology <laughs> oh, is like sure, when we throw right. them down a Death Star. He could just be made out of, like, lighter fluid <laughs> yeah. and Roman candles. Exactly. What's his first name? Bick Palpatine. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, it's it's a sieve. <laughs> That's canon. And stupid. <laughs> is it sieve or is it sieve? It's S H E E V E. Sheave. So sheave. 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 Is it? I don't yeah, know. It's I've like never sieve, said it out loud. But it's sheave. That's stupid. It's real dumb. Like, don't give the Bick Palpatine. <laughs> yeah, Bick is way better. Yeah, no, Bick's off. And Look, here's Palpatine here to take care of all your insurance needs. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Luke. Cradles Vader yeah. in his hands. Vader has become uh, deeply asthmatic. He's yeah. having a lot of difficulty breathing. Vader's all like, take off my mask. Yeah, Vader's like, leave me, face. don't take me. And he's like, I can't leave you, you're my daddy. And he's like, alright, I guess. Drag- I guess take off my mask a bunch. Yeah, so Luke drags him down into the hangar bay. He's gonna try and get Vader out of there, but Vader's like, no, it's too late, take off my mask. But you'll die. 
nothing. Fuck Take it up. Stop that now. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna die anyways. For once, I'd like to look upon you with my own eyes. And and I, I can't imagine like Luke takes off his mask and sees. It makes yeah. a lot of weird leathery sounds. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and there's like a lot of like liquid like things stuck to each other. I bet it reeks of like that wet boot smell. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to think it's that like behind the ear smell you get. Yeah. Like after a couple of days mm-hmm. of non showers, that mm-hmm. salty, like grimy. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Gross. Oh, I think we all Yeah, do. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that toe jammy, like yeah, uh, yeah. whatever you dig out of your. Yeah. Uh, you know, your Frank Reynolds smells. <laughs> That's why he spends most of that time in that uh, hygienic egg. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, like, I can only imagine once he takes the mask off and Luke sees his face and just thinking to himself, like, oh, I wish I didn't have to look on your face now. <laughs> it's rough. It's, like, burnt up. And, like, part like a hole in his head. Yeah. And now he's a white guy named Sebastian Shaw. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Luke basically says... Or uh, Vader says to Luke, tell your sister that you were right about me, and then dies. But his body does not get raptured. Nope, it just stays in that big robot hunk. Luke takes it down there. Uh, The Death Star explodes just as Luke escapes, just as... Yeah, Lando Lando uh, blows up the Death Star and makes a hair, uh, like, really close escape, almost... Almost getting engulfed in flames, but at the last second, just punching out. Yeah, and then we're back on Endor, and then it's time for the fucking teddy bear picnic. (laughs) Yeah, buddy. And so the Ewoks are dancing, they're having a good time, and we see sort of the ripple effects of the Death Star exploding all throughout the galaxy. We get Tatooine celebrating, Bespin celebrating, Uh, Naboo, Naboo, Coruscant, and then back on uh, Endor, and everyone's, Luke, oh no, sorry, sorry, uh, Wedge is dancing, he's all drunk dancing with the Ewoks, Uh, Lando Lando is is explaining Chewie. He's a raconteur, just telling the tale of what just happened to Chewie. Right, and then Luke runs up to Han and Leia, gives him a hug, yeah, and then... And he's like, Han, 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 I'm no longer trying to nail Leia. <laughs> and he's like, I know, she told me, it's yeah, great. Yeah, <laughs> So then Luke looks off into the distance, and he sees Obi-Wan and Yoda in ghost the Force form, ghosts. sitting on a branch, and slowly... Into uh, shitty fucking Hayden Christensen. <laughs> yeah. Shitty fucking Hayden Christensen shows up in my favorite old school Star Wars movie and ruins it at the end. <laughs> See, I, what a dick is that guy? Now this this doesn't. I'm not like on board for Hayden Christensen, but it doesn't make me angry either. It's just <sighs> fine. That guy's worse than Charles Bronson. That is absolutely not not true. true. Worse. <laughs> I will Bronson, drown you in Charles the Bronson can act. <laughs> Yeah, you call I that said fucking it. acting. Yeah, and he's got way better hair and a way better mustache. Hayden <laughs> <laughs> Christensen doesn't even have a mustache, and his hair is terrible. <laughs> so, so, yeah, obviously in the original version of uh, Star Wars Return of the Jedi, we see Sebastian Shaw's Who looks like a amazing. grandpa that just yeah. got someone yeah. to pull his finger. He's it's, got a big doofy like, like grin. And a big comb over. <laughs> and you know he's got like a three fingers of cutty sark behind his back. He's like a well-fed it's, Scott Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the Force Ghost in this, in like the special edition controversy, is much like the uh, fucking musical number in Jabba's Palace. Where it's you pick your poison, which is less stupid to you. 
Yeah, is it is it farting grandpa or is it pervy smile Hayden Christensen? Farting grandpa for the win. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say there's really no right answer. It's no, just which farting grandpa. <laughs> Uh, there is and, a right answer. Yeah. And then that takes us to this little group shot, and Lando's doing a little dancing. Lando uh, is clapping off beat, just being the fucking coolest. And then we got blue letters flying blue through letters. space. That's the end of the movie. Yeah. And now it is time for bullet points. Bullet points! Okay, so this is where bullet points would normally take place. Unfortunately, there was a technical glitch difficulty thing with our memory card, and unfortunately, they are all lost to the ages. Uh, I do know that none of us win body count, as is per usual. Uh, John, for best kill, chooses Princess Leia, killing Jabba the Hutt. Patrick picks uh, the speeder guy, getting clotheslined to death. And I picked the gonk droid, having its feet burned. It's fantastic. Unfortunately, like I said, all of this is missing. And I can't remember any of the other things that happened, because it happened a while ago. Uh, sorry about that, but we'll be back next week with uh, full things that aren't digitally compromised and everything will be okay. Keep listening, and we'll see you soon. Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Wicked Bromley, Mark Ula Rosenbaum, and John Size Snoodles Rooney. Please subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, pretty much anywhere fine podcasts are purveyed. Follow us on Twitter at BodyCountCast, or email us at bodycountsandbeer at gmail.com.